to another ESL podcast. And today we're going to be talking about job interview and goal setting. You know, can you or can't you? I remember, I think it was Confucius that said that. Those who say who can and those who say who can't are both right. And what he means by that is based on perception, right? So Henry David Thoreau, he said, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Les Brown has said, what you become throughout the process is more important than the dream. The character you build, the faith that you manifest, the, the overall body of work, that's way more important than the dream. A lot of people out there, they say, oh, I want to get this amount of money, and what, and then what? You're just gonna end up losing it because you're the same person this is exactly what happens when you have all these famous people lose all their money and go bankrupt within 10 years after retiring from the league because they never get help with their poverty mindset. See, if we look at it right now and you say, Arsenio, if you were to achieve 30,000 US dollars right here, right now, how happy would you be? But it's the process that I'm very grateful for. Because once I get there, I'm going to have to continue to think next level. How can I expand on this? How can I allow my foundation to start working all across the planet? How can I begin to start going into some of these rural schools and marine conservation projects to continue building my craft and not just a brand, but delivering what I've been put on this planet to deliver? See, people, it's all about goal setting, and of course, what you become throughout that process. What I became last year, throughout last year, trumps anything I've ever become. I know 2014 was an extremely difficult year for me. 2015 and 2016 with some of the insidious comments, uh, online platforms, and just so many things, even in my workplace, it was extremely difficult. But last year was a new kind of difficult. It was a pandemic that made me become creative in uncertainty. And then throughout that process, I learned how to create goals. So if you guys say, Arsenio, okay, I got it. I understand, how do I create goals? Well, I'm gonna give you a nice sneak peek into what I was taught in the transformation program. You can't just say, I have this, or I am this. Those are affirmations. Those don't stick well, right? Now, I'll talk about affirmations in a completely different podcast. But when we look at the power of goal setting, you have to say, I allow myself, you have to be extremely descriptive. So I'm gonna give you an example. I allow myself to have 20 TOEFL IBT memberships by the end, uh, I'm sorry, by March 31st, 2021. Because the thing is, you have to make sure, you have to break down the goal. Like Arsenio, how difficult is it even to get just a few, uh, you know, just a few of these specific, you, you know, these memberships? Well, you know, it could be like one every two weeks. It could be like two every two weeks. If I say 20, I allow myself to have 20 TOEFL IBT memberships. Um, if I, yeah, TOEFL IBT memberships by January 31st. Is that possible? No. You have to have and you have to give time for it to develop and for you to develop in the process so that you can bring more in. It makes more sense. So always use the verb, I allow. I allow myself. Okay. 
and then you write down that very descriptive goal you may have, and then you have to put a date on it. Okay. Now, if it's something as big as getting memberships or having this amount of clients, you're going to have to allow it to, you're going to, it needs time to manifest itself. And then they start pouring in by the actions you bring upon that. Now, you're going to have to write these down. Now, this could be in terms of health, wealth, career, finance, personal development, physical environment, fun and hobbies, family and friends, whatever it may be. Write them down daily for 21 days. Now, a lot of people will say 90 days. Now, depending on how you write them down, write them down at the end of the day is what I would say, okay? Depends on your workload, depends on what you have going on in your life. But that's what I normally do. What I normally do is I write my list of gratitude, three things. Okay, from today, 24 hour period. I'm, gra I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this. Three things that happened to me throughout that day. How about your teaching capabilities? Rate your teaching on a scale one through 10, nine. Okay, so what went right? This went right. What went wrong? This went wrong. What could have been, what could have gone better and what could you do next time to make it better? What could, how can you plan ahead to make this even easier for them to understand? This is exactly what I write down. And then after that, I go down to, of course, my goal setting. I allow myself to, mm, I allow myself to mm, develop this. I allow myself to uh, give myself five hours of documented, you, you know, what is it? Five hours of developing my PQO a week, prolific quality output. If you're a speaker such as me, I allow, my, I, I allow myself to, on a, on a daily basis, on a daily goal, I allow myself to give an hour and a half every day to creating podcasts and developing my voice. I allow myself to give 30 minutes a day to developing my craft in this specific area, which I believe that's going to be this. See, when I write that, I, that could be a daily goal too, right? So I would write that in the morning versus the quarterly goals, which are much bigger. I would write that in the evening. So it could be anywhere between 10 to 20. Start less if you got to. And then after that, you're going to be writing that for 21 days minimum. And then when you start seeing the beauty start coming into your life, after that, you're going to continue on 30 days, 50 days, 90 days. Continue writing them over and over. Then you got to go into a little bit of meditation. But I'll bring that up when that time comes. So, again, with that being said, guys, those are the basics to goal settings. Now, I would like you guys to, again, if you're on my Business English Podcast badge, share me some of the goals you have this month. Share me the technique you would use to, again, remind yourself of those goals and show me exactly implementing this, doing it for 21 days and report back to me in regards to your goal setting. All right. Now, business goals, of course, business goals, or again, it could be goals in general, such as what you heard me saying. Now, we're going to be shifting focus and going into, of course, the job interview. Now, I'm not exactly sure if I've talked about my job interviews before. I'm pretty sure I have, but we're going to listen to Sally Bell go into an interview for a job as an office assistant. You're going to listen to it, and then we're going to speak about it. The document is available on my Business English Podcast badge if you want to answer some of these questions. Again, this is the elementary level. The real good stuff is going to come up in the pre-intermediate, intermediate, upper-intermediate, and so forth, right? 
Now that's going to be extended over two, two and a half years, up to three years. So with that being said, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to dive into the basics of the can you or can't you. But before I do that, I must make sure that I share the computer sound so you guys can hear it and so that I do not fall apart. So without further ado, let's get right into this and let's track 31. Good morning, Ms. Bale. Please sit down. Thank you. Now, you're applying for a post as an office assistant. Yes, that's right. Now, you have computer skills, I see. Yes, I can use all the usual office programs. Good. But can you make web pages? We're hoping you can build a website for our company. Uh... No, I can't, but I can learn if you train me. Okay, so you can't do that. Can you use social media? Do you mean Twitter and Facebook? I'm afraid I can't. Hmm. Can you type? Type? Do you mean touch type? Yes, you know. Use all your fingers without looking? No, I can't. But I can type with two fingers. I'm pretty fast. So you can't type. Can you speak French? No, I can't. That is not a good job interview, people. It's scary. Now, guys, not the entire world is going to you know say hey you know what you need to be able to design web pages we know that that is extremely important especially a skill right now that a lot of people can begin to develop you could go straight on youtube you could go on google and start taking free courses or learning new things on how to design a web page and then you can show some of your work on linkedin with other business professionals and you can generate clients that way and again, you could say, hey, you know what? I'm going to de develop two web pages this year uh, or this month. And you're, gonna, you're going or you could develop those web pages for specific people. Then after you develop it, you can hear their feedback. They could write you a testimonial and then you could start setting prices. You see what I mean? So she went into this interview and she lacked a lot of things. Now, again, you have to be a typist. You have to be. Even when you take TOEFL IBT, listen, I took keyboarding. 2003 and I took it for about four months and then of course I got an A and after that I'm like yeah I really don't want to do this anymore because I already know how to type this is all I need to know that's it I'm finished and so if they say do you know how to type and she's like I know I can type very quickly with two fingers that's not good at all you got to know the basics to type in so that's a skill for everyone out there who's listening to develop if you go into any non-native English or uh, English speaking company and they ask you these questions, got to know how to do it. She said, Facebook and Twitter. He's like, yes. She's like, I don't. Are you kidding me? And now, again, this is what happens when, again, older people are attached to a society that no, no longer exists. You need to understand how that works. I'm not telling you how to understand the algorithms and Facebook marketing and stuff like that, because I do not believe in Facebook marketing anymore. I think it's a lie. I think it's a joke. I think it's terrible. Now, Instagram, again, algorithms have continued to change. And now, uh, you know, Instagram is beginning to fall down too. 
Um, but again, knowing how to use those and replying to inquiries and setting up a Facebook business page that's connected to a web page and having all those inquiries like a G Suite and everything connected, this is how you can get a job. This is how you can get clients. This is how you could generate different leads. And then again, French, not everyone expects you to learn French, but again, if that job was advertising, uh, can you speak French? And you say no, well, guess what? Remember, I told you guys back in Las Vegas, they were already asking me to be bilingual in my own country. And boy, to be honest with you, I wish I was, but I was denied a lot of jobs in Las Vegas, my native Las Vegas, because I could not speak Spanish, a language that I should definitely know, knowing that my neighbors in beautiful Mexico down south, they're Spanish speaking. So why can't I speak Spanish? Just because I thought all I needed to know, of course, back in 2006, when there wasn't even internet was still new back then. There was only, of course, English. And so learning a language back then, there was Rosetta Stone. And I can't believe I even bought that piece of garbage back in 2012 to, you know, think I was going to learn Japanese. That was the worst mistake and the biggest waste of money I've ever, that was the worst mistake. No, that was the biggest waste of money ever for me buying Rosetta Stone. That was famous in 2000, 2001. That thing is garbage now. And obviously there are billions upon billions of ways in how you, you know, in which you can learn a language, obviously. And with podcasts being huge, there it is. So she went into the interview. Okay. She's not a typist. Okay. She could definitely improve in that. Web paging, that's a PQO. That's a specific skill that's going to be very, very important going forward. If I knew someone who was a website developer and they could develop a website where I could sell digital products on, I would totally buy it. There are different podcasts in which I'm probably going to buy at the beginning of the year as a, what is it, as a Christmas present to myself. But there is a podcast website. So if you guys have viewed my website before, it's just all blogs, right? Well, I'm going to switch it into podcasting because obviously my PQ is podcasting and writing is my second. Now, I don't sit there and write very extensive blogs because I'm not that type of person. But again, this is a skill that I have. There it is. So, and then the French aspect of it. If you can't speak French, it's okay. You can't speak French. There are plenty of African countries that speak French and everything. They speak Spanish, Portuguese, and, you know, all across Africa. And then, of course, you got France and a few other countries, including Switzerland and perhaps even Germany, where people do speak French. But she went into that interview and she scored XXXX on four questions. Do you think she's going to get the job? See what I mean? So think about it. What skills do you need going forward in 2021 that can better your chances of getting a job because guess what? There aren't that many jobs out there, right? You know, and to top this podcast off, I had taught a student who was working in uh, condo development out here in Bangkok. And she told me that, hey, to be honest with you, a lot of my colleagues, they're developing their skills right now because they know that they're going to have a ridiculous amount of competition with especially the new grads who speak very good English. English is everything right now. If you can speak English, you got the upper hand. If you don't speak English, it's going to be tough. You're going to have to show a little bit of leg at the interview, unfortunately. That's how they do it out here in Thailand. Very, very sad. But nonetheless, you guys get what I'm saying? So, with that being said, guys, ooh you got some skills you need to develop. Again, if I go into an interview, Arsenio, can you teach TOEFL? Yes. ITP? Yes. IELTS? Yes. 
TOEIC, yes. Can you get presentations? Done it. Eight of the biggest companies in Bangkok, done. What else can you do? I could teach it. Okay, sales, what is it? Supply chain and management, HR, corporate finance, investment, uh, sales, you name it. That's, that's what I am. All four skills I teach in a very unorthodox way. I'm not just one of your book teachers that open up, as you guys may have heard, uh, in the 30th of December of last year. Uh, me talking about how not to learn a language. And if they say, oh, can you do a demo? Absolutely not. My demos are in my podcast or my YouTube. If you do, if you could go check that out or I could send you videos after you send them, or I'm sorry, after I send them, best of luck in the future of your search. Because I don't need to prove anything to you. You're going to look at my resume. You're going to look at the photo. You're going to completely judge me by the photo. Guys, your resume is online. Your resume is by testimonials. Your resume is by what you work on and what you show and what you can showcase in terms of what you do. Unless, of course, you know, you just work at 7-Eleven and you could cashier and everything. Got to develop skills. Think about the skills that are important for 2021. Check out a couple of them. See if you like them. Start developing them and just center everything around it. I'm your host as always. You guys better stay tuned for more. And thanks for tuning in. Over and out.